Welcome to Life Church of Mobile's audio podcast. We hope this teaching will challenge you in any season of life you may be in. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you'll enjoy. Amen, 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 amen. I love this sound. I love this sound. I love this sight. Praise the Lord. You know, before we, I'm just going to read just a couple of things and we're going to take communion. But before we do, I want to just say on behalf of Susan and myself how much we love each and every one of you. You your guys are just amazing. You're wonderful. You're our family. And uh, you mean so much to us. We're so thankful for your love and your faithfulness through the years. And we never take it for granted. God bless each and every one of you that, that love us and have cared for us. And, and uh, i got to tell you a little bit of a funny story. <laughs> one of the people that's working on our house and... <laughs> He's a contractor, subcontractor out there, and I mentioned him one time before. He's, he showed me remain nameless, but uh, uh, just you know, some people are you know they're God's gift by being sandpaper. They just now I know you're none of you going to encounter anybody like that during this season. They walk, yeah, they just knock off those rough edges, and uh, boy, this guy's anyway. And then I found out, you know, he's a deacon in a church. And so let me tell you what that did. I am praying for that pastor. I was like, Jesus. But what it, here's, here's the bottom line. It just made me so thankful for you guys. It just made me so thankful for each and every one of you, for your hearts and your love. And I'm just like, God, forgive me for not praying for that pastor of that church <laughs> like I should have been. <laughs> Because we're just having to deal with this just for a little short time while he's doing some building in our house. He's got to deal with it all the time. But I say all that to say we are so blessed. You guys are awesome. And we love you. And God has been so good to us. And we thank you. We thank you from the bottom of our hearts for all that you do to us and all that you mean to our hearts and to our lives and to our family. And again, um, we're, we're going to be doing our Christmas celebration the day after Christmas because it's uh, going to be about 11 o'clock tomorrow night. That last flight out of Atlanta gets, gets to Mobile. <laughs> and uh, believe in God, our five precious people are going to be there. And then the day after Christmas, Matthew, Suzanne, and the boys and all of us will get together in our apartment. And it's been a two-week, three-week period here of, <laughs> of getting a lot ready, making, making preparation. But I tell you, it's going to be great. Even though things are not like we perfect like we think they all, always ought to be. How I many of everything doesn't have to be perfect to be great? It wasn't perfect on that first Christmas. But boy, what a, what a blessing it is. So we're looking forward to celebrating. And we're so glad that you're going to be able to celebrate so many of you with your family as well. Also know that this is a time of year when you're lifted up, prayed for. We know it's a time when sometimes you can feel, you know, the loss of some that maybe are not there together with you. 
our hearts are with you, and, and we, we just want you to know we love you, we think about you, we pray for you, and so many times in our conversation, it is reflective of the beauty and grace that is shown in your lives toward us, and how thankful we are for you, and uh, we just can't express it enough. And all of you who are watching online, many of you are out of town, I know, and maybe you'll watch this uh, podcast a little bit later. We just want you to know how very precious you are to us. Some of you are shut-ins. Some of you have uh, physical problems. You're in the hospital today. Uh, your family's in the hospital today. Our hearts, our love, our prayer, and our faith are with you. And here's what I'm believing. How many of you in this house know, first of all, that Christmas is a time of miracles? If you don't believe in miracles, you, don't believe in, you, you can't believe in Christmas without believing in miracles. How many of you have ever had God touch you physically and perform a miracle in your body, a healing miracle? In Jesus' name, for those of you watching, those of you who cannot be here, those of you who are battling uh, disease and those of you who are, battling, are, are under attack, we want you to know we are believing that Christmas is a season of miracles and the manifestation of Emmanuel, God with you. There is no distance with God. And with those prayers. And so we love you and we're lifting you up and we're standing. We have not forgotten you and we thank God for you. Well, let me read something to you. I wrote, I think I put this out about a year ago. Christmas is not just a celebration of the birth of a baby. It is not just a season to sing carols, to put up lights in a tree and give each other presents. It's all of that. But here it is. It is a celebration of God's amazing love. And the declaration of His incredible provision and blessing in our lives. God's dream from His heart of love was to create man to be a recipient of His blessing. We have in our apartment, she's got all this set up, and we've just got the whole, one whole side is just covered with presents, with people to give to those that we love so much. And that's our joy. That's our joy. That's our desire. That's our heart. Well, that's God's heart. That's who He is. It's not what He does. It's who He is. The name Isaiah uses to describe our Savior is Emmanuel. The name literally means God with us. But it's more than that. Listen to this. Through Jesus, and here He is. I preached it a couple of weeks ago. It is it is God like us, God with us, God in us, and God for us. Yeah. Everybody say, God like us, God like with us, us, with us in, us, in us, us, and for us. And I want to release this promise over you today. He'll never leave you or forsake you. I've seen some of you in this house, and again, my hearts, I've seen you walk through those dark times, those dark seasons. And I've seen you... I've seen you when you didn't understand, but yet at the same time you knew and felt that His presence was there. You know, that arm of love and grace and mercy around you. That thing in your life that only He can bring. And I've seen it time and time and time again, and I just want you to know, our hearts are with you, and if our hearts are with you, how much more is God's heart with you? So it's a season of miracles. It's a season of the presence of God. It's a season of the grace of God. It's a season of the love of God. It is God with us, God like us, God in us, and God's for, God for us. He never leaves us. And listen to this. God's love is always followed by His blessing. Yeah. 
The number one desire of God's heart is to bless His people with all that Jesus came and died to pay for. I should get a better amen. Can I get a better amen? And so we declare this. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of His benefits. God does not bless us because of who or what we are. He blesses us because of who He is. God is love, and it is His nature to bless us. His blessing is the demonstration of His love. Jesus came, not only that He could be in us, but also that we could be in Him. When we are in Him, according to Ephesians 1-3, we have access to all the blessings of God. I want you, and our prayer for you, and our desire for you, is that you would have a blessed and abundant and wonderful Christmas season. And it would not end after tomorrow. But it would be a celebration that goes throughout the years. If you will take your communion right now, and let's prepare our hearts for that. And I want to tell you something about this, this communion. When we decided we were going to do this this way today, thank you, my brother. So faithful. Uh, now, we can just think this is just a ritual, but before we take it, would you bow with me? Close your eyes. Is there anybody here today who would say, you know, I don't know, I don't know about taking communion because I don't know where I stand in my relationship with the Lord. You do not have to be a member of this church to take communion. You don't have to have any special status to take communion. The only status you have to have is to be a born-again child of God, to accept His sacrifice. And so, is there anyone here today, as, as I, I just prayerfully speak over, is there anyone here today who would say, I don't know if I know Him, but on this Christmas Eve, 2023, I want to know beyond the shadow of a doubt that Jesus is the Lord of my life. I accept that He died for me, that He paid for my sin, that He took my guilt, my shame, anything in my life that I don't want to be a part of my life, I don't have to bear it anymore because Jesus already took it. Anybody here who today who would say, would you pray for me? I want to know for sure that I'm a born-again Christian. Are we all born again today? Is everybody in here family? Thank you, Jesus. Well, then I believe we all are. So you guess, guess what that means, church? You can look up this way. When we pray and partake of communion, what we're doing is actively releasing our faith, listen to this, to be aligned with God's will, God's word, and God's power. When we pray and partake of communion, we are receiving his love for us, and we are receiving his benefits. Watch this into every part of our lives, spirit, soul, and body. There is not one part of us that He has not provided for. So that means, and we can look into our future and we can think, God, what in the world? Was, the world's been so crazy these last three or four years especially, and what is 24 going to be like? And I'm already getting some things that I feel like God is wanting me to release the first Sunday, not next Sunday, but the first Sunday of 24. What is it going to be like? But I tell you this, when we partake of this, when we receive everything that has been provided for in this, fear has to bow its knee. And you know me well enough to know that when we come in here that first Sunday in January, 
We're not going to come in here in fear. We're not going to come in here uh, afraid of what the enemy's going to do. We're going to come in here in faith receiving every benefit that Jesus has provided for us. And that means that fear will not grip and will not rule our hearts and our lives. Can I get an amen? amen. That doesn't just mean corporately. That means individually. And so I, I just am feeling some things to really, I'm not going to start talking about what I'm going to talk about in 24. I won't save it. But uh, I've just got some real strong things that are stirring in my heart, and I pray that you'll be here for that. But today, when we take communion, listen, church, we're receiving his love for us. We're receiving his benefits for every part of our lives, spirit, soul, and body. We're going to find places of rest and freedom. And as we, as we take it, if you will right now, here's what I'd like to invite you to do. Let's go ahead and open that. Take that bread out. And let's hold it in our hands for just a moment. And uh, tell you what, let's stand up. This is not just a ritual. This is not just a form. This is something that is real. It's alive. There's a scene. I wish I could have shown it to you today. From Why the Nativity. Here I go again. My granddaughter's in it, okay? But it's, it's about more than that. But there's a scene from it. And Mary makes it to Bethlehem. And uh, she hasn't given birth yet. But it's like there's a prophetic moment. And she looks. And there's a blacksmith, I guess you would call him, whatever his trade was during those days. But she looks over. And in that moment, here she is nine months pregnant. She looks over in that blacksmith, and if you get a chance to watch this movie, watch it, because that scene grips me every time I see it. And she looks over, and it's like something is, she's sensing something, because at that time, he is hammering out nails. And he looks at her, and she looks at him. His body, the price he paid, the love he showed. And from a mother's perspective, I don't know what all she did know, but you know, she knew there was a prophetic calling on her life. And she was so aware of that. If you get a chance, watch it. Because it comes alive. So here's what I'd like you to do. If you lift up the bread in one hand, and if you will just repeat after me, as we lift up, this, as we lift up the bread, say, Lord Jesus, thank you that you love me so much you allowed your body to be broken so mine can be whole right now I receive your wholeness your strength and your divine health not just for the Christmas season but for the upcoming year as well Jesus by your stripes I am healed by your stripes I am whole through your sacrifice I receive every benefit of your broken body 
Thank you, Jesus, for being born, for paying the price for my health and healing. I receive it today as I celebrate your birth. Let's partake together, church. All right, if you pull down and break that tab, it'll make it easier to open <coughs> for the juice part. They'll pull it down first and then pull it back, and it'll, it'll break that and make it so much easier. But I'm so thankful for the blood of Jesus. Dear Lord. Whoo! My, 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 my. Well, I tell you, I thank you, Jesus, as families gather, as families gather, that there's going to be such an anointing. God, healings are going to take place. Deliverances are going to take place. Phone calls are coming. I said phone calls are coming. Prodigal phone calls and phone calls of blessing. Prodigal, prodigal, prodigal wanderers are going to wander no more. Christmas is a season of miracles because we're in the blood covenant, the covenant of blood. Oh, the covenant of grace. Aren't you glad for grace? Oh, aren't you glad for grace today? The grace that called our, caused our Savior to pay the price to be born. Let's lift up the cup. And I ask you again to repeat after me. Thank you, Jesus, for your precious blood which has cleansed me of every sin. I stand this day as the righteousness of God in Christ. Thank you, Jesus. You made a way for me to come boldly before the throne of grace to receive every benefit that you paid for. And so today I declare by the grace of God and by the finished work of the cross I stand here today completely righteous totally free without guilt without shame no longer in despair but in the blood covenant of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, for your blood. Let's partake together, church. Thanks again for listening to our audio podcast. If you would like to find out more about our church, you can visit us at life-church.org.